Hey guys, Liam Duggan here, captain of the Four Wheel Drive Podcast. We're driven by the Shelter Brewing Co. and are a part of Backchat Studios. You can support us on Patreon where you can get bonus content and episodes before everybody else. Head to patreon.com forward slash the Four Wheel Drive Podcast. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Southern River Band, Let It Ride, bringing us in once again, the Four Wheel Drive podcast on Instagram, all our episodes over at uh, Backchat, the socials, uh, obviously, like I said, the Four Wheel Drive podcast. Um, touring on a budget, Ronnie, that's what we're covering today. Touring on a budget, uh, those two words I find hard to put together and uh, that's why I think this is going to be a great episode because we've got some ideas. We've got some ideas, but I don't know if the, uh, I'm not sure about where we're at with our current four-wheel drives and our setups, we're quite yeah. on the budget stage anymore. No, no, we're, we're over budget. Yeah, we are over budget. So people can choose to, to actually listen to us or not here, but we're going to talk through a little bit about how we maybe started out. And I think your your situation of where you've come from in, in the four-wheel driving game, and, and we've heard about that before in earlier episodes, but I think that'll be a really great insight into, um, I suppose, not comparing it's it's dangerous for people now to see what's out there on youtube and all that sort of stuff if you Definitely. start comparing to what you're seeing on youtube a lot of those people now have blown the budget and, yes and that's that yes. that's the game they're in they're doing that for a reason it's their passion obviously but that's right and i, I guess another thing to say as well like everything you see on video and social media people always put up the best picture the best time yep. the biggest smiles uh yeah and sometimes some frills and spills but it, it paints this picture that the grass is greener on the other yes. side when really camping is camping. You know, you can camp with a caravan, you can camp with a swag around a fire. I know what I would rather do, swag around a fire. Yep. Yep. It's pretty bare bones stuff really when you think about it, but the the money figure in between is is what just sets the different... Uh, same Definitely. experience, but it sets, I suppose, the, uh, the comfort apart really. So... Um, it's a bit like gambling, is it? Everyone tells you about their wins, but they won't tell you about their losses. That's exactly um, right. That's how probably us can make it look like to people. Um, but you, you've shown on your stuff, I think, yeah. the, the highs and lows of it all, but um, some don't. Yeah, yeah, way. yeah. So, I mean, we're, we're, we all started from when we when I first started camping, it was just out of a falcon, you know? Yeah. Um, make ends meet, um, just esky $30 Kmart tent. Yeah. You know, that's what me and the missus did back in the day and out of the, out of the boot of a falcon, you know. Yeah. And we had a great old time um, fishing for 24 hours and not catching any fish and, you know, I got plenty of those stories and plenty of great memories with not having a, a trippy with a roof conversion or, um, 
you know, or a massive budget to, to travel to the other side of the country, you know. Yep. So camping is camping as long as you're having fun and you're getting out there that's what it, that's what it's all about and i think that's what people need to hear yep there's an age old saying comparison is a thief of joy so that's that's what i want to reiterate you're not you, you don't have to compare to what you see out there and and google images and get ideas from that you just you've got to base it off what you need really it's um for sure that, that's for as, sure. that's as simple as it as it gets so we, we i think we've been getting a, a few people writing in and just wondering how to how to actually one get into it if you are doing it but you're trying to save money um that's you don't have a lot yeah. of money it's it like what are the when that sort of comes to your mind what are the things that you think of i think i think people restrict themselves they they think they need like like we just spoke about they think they need all this stuff because they see the grass is greener on the other side however at the end of the day all you really need is the money for fuel and the time off work yep. yeah um that's that's probably the the biggest cost really that is necessary Yes, you can go out and you can buy, uh, you know, like a rooftop tent or something. But if you have a swag, a swag is fine. Yep. You know, you don't have to be off the ground. I mean, sure, if you can afford it and you're in that position, that's a different story. But for those on a, on a budget, you don't need to have all this extra gear. Yep. Um, it's the same with like gas cookers. You can get like um, some really good gas cookers. I've got a gas cooker in a Troopy that's $460. And to most people, that is an insane amount of money to spend on a gas cooker and they are completely right however i use it every single day on a big trip it then comes into its own it's going to last for quite a while yep. whereas a lunchbox cooker can do the same job but it has its limitations yep uh it uses more gas you need to carry more gas bottles in um it's only a 20 dollar cooker so you save all that money so it's not really an issue if you unless you're traveling around the country so if you're just going out for you know a weekender, lunch lunchbox cooker. I mean, yes, they blow out, but you know, just set up a nice little wall. There's a little bit of extra stuff you got to do, but you can get away with it. Yeah, especially need, yeah. if you're not using it all the time as well. It's it, yeah. there's no point going to pay four hundred and sixty dollars for something that you're going to use three times a year potentially. Exactly, um, and that's that that you you hit the mark right on the head there. Yeah, that's that's probably where people need to look at is how often they're actually camping. Yep. Um, I actually did a video recently and uh, upset a few mathematicians. <laughs> we, like, we like this. <laughs> because I said, this was a hook at the start and it was to get the message across. So the hook at the start was it costs on average every single person $200 per night to go camping. And I factored that's those... A decent, that's a decent room, hotel room. It is, it is, yeah. And I factored those figures on the fact that most people only camp 10 days a year. That was on a survey, 10 or less. Yep. And most people will spend no more than 20 grand on upgrading their vehicles or, or, their, or their travel. So that's split into 10. That's your budget for that year. Of course, if you still have a car next year, you got maintenance and all that kind of yep. stuff as well to factor in. But it was just a hook to bring it in. It's a good way to, to sort of get people to, to check themselves, you know. Um, because I did a comparison to my 79 series. And, and that, if I only use that 10 times a year, it would cost me... What was it like? Two thousand dollars a night. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right. A night. Yeah, jeez. If I only use it ten ten times a year. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. right. How, oh, you, how many nights would you have? You have you calculated that? Well, yeah. Uh, it's hard thing to calculate because people always try to count how many times they rock up the camp in the dark, and <laughs> it's 
I don't have enough digits in my hands and once I get beyond 20, <laughs> I, I can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I reckon it'd be a few. Um, I, I want to go back to um, sort of just start with while, while we're kicking this off, places to go when you're forward driving on a budget. Now, the first thing that comes to mind for me is you don't, don't pay for a campsite. Wiki camps. Wiki camps. Get on there. Hip camps. Hip camp, which is you're paying a little bit on hip camp usually. Is there some free ones on hip camp too? Yeah, I think you, you, you get it for free to start with what you're used to. Oh, okay. Um, I don't really use hip camps, but... Yeah, I'm um, yet to use it as well, but I've got I've got the app and there's some ripping yeah. campsites on there. Well, it's there's heaps of like hidden campsites and it's, it's great if you're trying to get to a destination and you want somewhere to stay in between and you don't want to... Yep. Maybe you're running late and you can't get to the caravan park anyway. You just you pull into these camps and they're generally pretty good. Like yep. definitely read the reviews though, because there's some that have like some terrible reviews. You're yeah, like, yeah, I'm not going to that gravel pit. Yeah, well, yeah, that, that's the same as Wiki Camps. They, they've got great information on there, and it's usually quite up to date, especially if you're on a if you're on the the main road going somewhere and you want to pull off ten or fifteen minutes off the side. Um, that, that gives yeah. you a good good indication. It's actually a game changer for you know to to reduce stress when you're yep. trying to find somewhere, especially at night. Yep. Um, but look, Wiki Camps is a great way to go camping um, without paying. There is also stealth camping. Stealth camping. So take take for instance. That's not an app. That's just the the mode of camping you're yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, it's a mode right. of camping. So people who have uh, made a bed in the back of the vehicle. So for example, say uh, a wagon, they've pulled the back seats out of they fold the back seats yep. forward. You could sleep in that car, and no one will be none the wiser. Um, you could park your car in a certain way and put the swag on the other side and no one's none the wiser. Stealth camping. So stealth camping, you know, it's 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 a way of camping. It's, it would be a little bit hard for you to stealth camp though with your um, four-wheeling or just <laughs> plastic across the side of your cars. Yeah, yeah, just waiting for a mate. <laughs> <laughs> but everyone has the right to rest, you know, because it, it That's comes true. to, you know, yep. that, it's signed everywhere. Don't drive tired. Um, you know, there's many excuses That's a good that point, yeah. you, you can pull. Stealth um, camping. We should maybe we should make that an app. We'll just drop that one down. Stealth camping. <laughs> um, another thing on the same line: good places to actually get your your wheels dirty if you're on a budget. And when we're thinking about budget, we don't want to be spending thousands of dollars on fuel just to go and get the no. tires sandy. Um, no, no. When so, we're thinking about Perth, there's plenty of options. I, just, I think we're spoiled here in Perth, to yeah. be honest. Um, I mean, we're a large city. We got pretty much almost everything except for we send everything over east and we get it back again. <laughs> yeah. But for location-wise, we're, we're pretty spoiled. Yep. Um, look, I think to, to go camping on a, on a budget, find somewhere local and hang out there. Yep. And then there's plenty of places to try out local and then from there you just sort of just expand or you go you camp less you, you, you travel less and then you put like less times but you add that to like a bigger trip and then you budget for that trip you, you save up yep um that i think that's probably the best way is to save up for a trip save up for the fuel save up for the uh, national park fees those kind of things and save up for you know some luxuries you know wherever it's a comfort foods or you do want to have that cooker that's a little bit better or yep. something yep. that's another way to budget for a trip but really when it comes down to actually traveling and touring um, the only real thing you need to worry about are tires and fuel yep and time off work yep yeah the time off work's a big one because you're although you're spending all the money to go forward driving you're not you're not making any money because you're, no. you're off work but um i think the the important thing to to remember as well is if you're on a budget and, and you are a little bit um, tight for money and you can't be 
modifying your car when things go wrong, don't drive outside your limits and yeah. bust your car up because not every part's it. Uh, yeah, a lot of parts yeah. are expensive to replace. Or- they are, and then then you got recoveries and you got to get the car towed back and all that. So you know, if you're already on a, on a strict budget, you likely don't have full comprehensive insurance and all that stuff yep. either. So you do, yeah, you definitely got to be more careful. Drive to your limits, but I think if we talk about just camping in general. What about, um, you know, instead of going to the camping shop to buy specific camping plates, specific cutlery um, and all those things, you can just take your home cutlery. You can make a backpack yep. and seriously just make that into a picnic buddy bag and take that with you. Yep. There's all your cutlery sorted, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or paper plates, you know. There's, a, there's a many ways around fire. Yeah, yeah. These are the four-wheel drive podcasts driven by Shelter. All right, mate, thinking about... How often you go four-wheel driving and how much you spend on each trip? Can you give us some insight into the balance between... My pocket's hurting. <laughs> <laughs> because it's empty? <laughs> it's, yeah, well, there's a, it's interesting. That's a really good question because I'm realizing something here as well. So when, you, when I go on a short trip, I will fill the fridge and look, I'm buying food for the camera crew as well. So it's like buying food for occupants in your vehicle that you're taking with you. If I'm going just for a couple of nights, I will spend almost as much money on food as I would if I was going for five nights or six nights. Because when you're going uh, for a longer distance, you have to really finesse the, the stuff you put into your fridge. You really got to play clever Tetris and make sure that um, what you bought for these meals can actually fit in there. And you'll find that the food budget gets... Um, the, the produce you buy, you can only fit so much meat and stuff in your fridge. So you need to su- you need to substitute some stuff with canned food and things and long life food, so you can you know continue on. Because once you are doing like a remote trip, there's no supermarket out there. Yep. So in that sense, and well, not just in that sense, but two days you will fill the fridge up. You'll make sure oh we need some extra snacks and all that. It's very easy for for me to get carried away, and I think for a lot of people, yeah, because you're just going to chuck the, everything in the fridge. And off you go. You usually come back with so much food. Whereas on a long, longer trip, you come back with a lot less food. You know, you, you tend to get to the point where you're starting to trade chocolate for, you know, certain other commodities. What's the, the Tim Tans in your car? Usually the dark chocolate. I'll usually bring dark chocolate because less people like dark chocolate. Oh, right. But there's always a milk chocolate somewhere so I can milk trade. Chocolate. Some decent health benefits with um, dark chocolate apparently as well. So Is there? Yeah. Oh, that's there good. Go. Looking after yourself, mate. <laughs> um, so the, the, I suppose food, fuel, that's like your big ticket items. So yeah. if you fuel. are on a budget, yeah. don't – no, fuel, think about where you're going if you don't want to spend a lot on $3. that. $3.30 a litre. Yeah. But those two, you, you just can't – you can't not pay no. money for those. Yeah, you, you can't not – do that unless you, you got the DeLorean that runs on rubbish. That, what? The DeLorean, you know, the Back to the Future. Where, oh, sorry. Yeah. I was he, like, there's a new rig coming out of DeLorean. <laughs> he runs the car on rubbish. I mean, runs that on green would, waste. Oh, my God. Yeah, imagine if they did that. You know, there'll be no rubbish in the bush. <laughs> I could run out of fuel. Quick, it's actually, clean yeah. up this camp. <laughs> yeah, we've got to get these ideas down on paper here. Um, yeah. There you go. The Flaxman uh, <laughs> <laughs> I might go back and watch that tonight. Actually, great, great film. <laughs> Um, so the the fuel, the food, what else are your other things that you can't, you, you just, you have to, you have to have, oh. you can't lose out on? Yeah, I guess, um, oh, what else do you really need? 
I think that's, that's probably it. I mean, if you're using paper plates and stuff, well, that comes in with the food. You need to replenish that. Your gas, you need to you need to fill your tanks up with the gas if you are cooking with gas, that is. And that's the other thing. If you have a gas bottle that's half full, generally speaking, you, you just fill it up because your paranoid is going to run out. Um, but it's a good thing to measure how much gas you're actually using. So you, you don't go and spend that because every time you fill up a gas bottle, regardless if it's uh, you know, three quarters full or three quarters empty, you're going to pay the same amount yep. of money. And um, yeah, I think that's probably about it really. It's just it's food, water, drinks and fuel. Yep. That's basically all you really got to have your budget for. And then I guess if the trip is a big one, you probably need to, well, not probably need to, you will need to look at servicing the vehicle before you go. Because it's yeah. it's the place we can early identify if there's going to be a problem, and some things you know the mechanic might go, nah, she'll she'll be right, she'll be right. Yeah. Um. But then if it's like a she'll be right kind of thing, you go and buy that spare yeah that's belt a or something you know. Yeah. And then you just replace it or you just bring it with you, and then at least you got the peace of mind. Peace yep. of mind is worth spending a little bit of money on. Uh. And just Absolutely. yeah, just like the basic things, like if you're going a fair distance there are a lot of spare parts that you can get that are cheap like wheel studs um fuel filter air filter those, those kind of things are quite important yep um i guess if you're in a dusty environment and you have a snorkel those snorkel socks you have on they're kind of like a you can wash them but i suppose there's a budget tip you can wash and re-oil it or you can you know replenish those as well yep yep so that's a good segue really into preferring uh, your personal preference small trips like lots of small trips or a few big trips a year. Uh, I mean, you're in a, yeah. you are in a different space. Say when you were on a budget back in the early days. The big big trips always. Big trips were your yeah. preference, yeah. Um, it, oh, that's a really good question. You just triggered something there too. So small trips are, are great. Big trips are awesome, but you can only do so many big trips a year yeah. because time off work is the main factor and then it's also the budget. But those middle range trips... If you can finesse your time to do three or four middle range trips and that's like four days away yep. and come back, that's a really good length of a, of a yeah. trip. It's a really good way of budgeting your time and money for a trip because you're not going that far with the fuel. You're not needing to have that much food. You're not needing to have you know, extended tanks and all that kind of stuff. Yep. And most people you travel with, perhaps the, you know, the, the missus or, you know, if, or, or the partner or whatever, doesn't like sleeping in swags is less duration of time they got to put up with that yeah so it's a much i reckon that's 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 a spot it's like a medium trip rather than a really long one i mean long ones are epic let's let's not discount those but on a budget side of things you can make memories for four or three times a year yep you know yep yeah i think I, i mean speaking for small trips which is probably where i've sat more because um just of my schedule but yeah the the same thing you make you make so many great memories even for a night or two away yeah um yep. in a swag which is which is awesome but i think the big trips i i feel like would be on a lot of people's bucket list to head away for for a good two or three weeks and just oh for sure and then figuring out the art of actually like you say packing the fridge or yeah um the different spare parts that you might have might need out there but it's, it's a lot more expensive a lot more expensive yeah so if we keep I hope we're keeping this around the budget idea because <laughs> we could easily slip into no budget and and just go on large. But yeah. I, I think keeping that on a budget, the small trips are really great because 
the end of the day, you you don't need stuff all to go away with. Yeah, that's that's it. One dinner, that's one it. brekkie, and you, you're almost right, really. Yeah, pretty. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. <laughs> you know, just just a, a lot of eggs, a shit ton of eggs. Yeah, and, shit ton of eggs, uh, shit, shit ton, ton of shelter. shelter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Um, mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we, we've spoken about the food and stuff, but the I suppose the more the more stuff that you have when I, I think about gas bottles and um, cookers and anything that you're putting in the car, you need somewhere to store that. So uh, yeah, the the fact around not, where I'm going with this is fridges are quite expensive. Eskies aren't. Yes. The fridge in your car, you need to sort of strap that down or have somewhere to place it where it's not going to bounce around so the engine doesn't stuff up and your yep. food goes flying. An esky, throw it in, it's full of ice. The food ain't moving anyway. The beers aren't going anywhere. They're, they're just stuck in the ice. So yep. there's there's those ways around that. Um, there's, there's a few little budget tips as well with, with an esky. So if you have an um, ice cream container at home, freeze that into blocks. Yep. And then just, just build up your ice before you go. So you're going to have to, you know, eat your hash browns and eat your bloody chicken, whatever they're called, <laughs> to make room for all this ice because that will last much longer than the um, service station ice. Yeah. And you will be surprised. You can almost double the duration you can go. But then there's Powerade bottles, freeze those. You can yep. drink them afterwards too. Yep. Yeah. So I think that's a good like, that's a good leeway because $1,000 fridge versus – you can get a, a decent quality Esky for 100 bucks. Um, yeah. There's buying a – a four hundred, five hundred dollars swag, or there's buying the thirty dollar Kmart tent that if you're going away for a night in the summer is going to be fine. Yeah. Um, so give us some give us some tips and tricks on on the I suppose the um, the sub in sub out rule. So you're subbing an esky in for a fridge, you're subbing Ooh, a tent in okay. for a rooftop tent or a swag. Yep. What are some other subs that you can make that you don't need to go all out on? All right. Uh, instead Question of buying notice, instead of buying a camping table, uh, use the back of your tray, back of your yep. ute back of your tailgate back of your tailgate on on like say like a four-wheel drive wagon if you have that unless there's barn doors barn doors yeah make your own little table out of plywood you know it folds down when you open the door up um they're fairly common especially homemade as well uh diy your drawers because drawers are very expensive and i find that if you diy they're generally a lot lighter as well yeah because they're not built as tough but they're lighter because you know you're not spending money on all the runners and all the aluminium and that you are just getting some cheap plywood and if it doesn't last more than two years who cares you yep. you had a budget that's what to expect from a budget anyway that's another way um can't afford a swag you got a wagon fold the seat down sleep yep. in the back stealth camping stealth camping stealth which we camp- love <laughs> yeah. i think in if you, you don't need Roof bars instead of, you know, the Rhino Rack base rack or whatever. I don't know what their names are now, but oh, the, yeah. the big platform racks and stuff that you get. Like, you don't need these. Just a couple of bars across. Just a couple of bars. Yeah. Throw your stuff on there if you've got no room. And if you're in the Falcon and you need something on the roof. Um, well, what was that thing that we've seen in one of the last episodes? Oh, oh, little the Corolla. Corolla. Yeah. Yeah. Throw some bars on top and you're away. Um, I'm trying to think of some others because I gave you that question. I've got absolutely nothing Just to it. jump in, boys. Just... If you're on a budget, you know, drawers might not be even something that you're thinking about, but you can go into Kmart and Target or whatever and grab those, the plastic Great boxes, one. the just plastic tubs, containers, yeah. just tubs. Yeah. Just throw all your clothes in yeah, one box, throw your food in the other, um, and that sets you up, and that's actually fairly space-saving yeah. as well. You can really yeah. stack those on top of each other and just throw them in. That's a good call. So, if you're on a budget, yeah. um, that might be something that you, you should think about. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. And then get an extra one with a uh, smelly tree in it, so for your, you know, 
your yeah. dirty clothes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a yeah, that's a good tip. That's actually a real. It's a great idea. I'm going to throw that in my car. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cleaning yourself at camp instead of uh, buying a 12 volt shower or anything like that, just use a cloth and a buckets. You can heat some water, throw wet in the ones. bucket. Uh, wet ones are kind of you got to buy them all, you know. Yeah, true. Um, and wet ones leave a residue on you. I used to clean myself yeah, with those. They do, don't they? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's what I still clean myself with, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I do to start with and then I'll rinse, rinse yeah, it off. Yeah, yeah. Or if you're near the ocean, rinse yourself off in the ocean first, then go and then have a quick rinse yep. with your water. Yep. Um, the, the budget products though, <laughs> when you... and not Nothing against the Kmart tubs or whatever they are, but they're... They're more prone to like you know the the front runner boxes that we've got in in the, the back of yeah, ours. They're gonna last for eons. Last forever. Yeah. You pay you pay a bit more for them, but you obviously pay for the quality. So, what what can we expect from budget products? I mean, I think it goes back to the how often you're using them. If you're yeah. not using them very often and you're going away for a night or two here and there, I think the budget options. There's no point spending the money on the on the really quality. Um, no, there there isn't, there isn't, but there are certain uh, aspects to it. So, for example, like a a camp oven, um, your cast iron camp oven. Yep. You can buy, a, I guess, a hundred and fifty, two hundred dollar one. You can also buy a twenty dollar one. They're both going to do the same job. Yep. At the end of the day, it comes down to the person using it, uh, finessing the food. You know, do, doing all that magic with cooking a food properly. You're going to get just as good a meal out of that yep. as you will the other. Um, that's a good way to save money. There's also like the gas cookers again. I know we already touched on that, but there's also those little fire pits you, you fold out and you put over a fire. Yep. You can get some of those that are like hundreds of dollars or you can get one from your local BCF for like 30 bucks, yep. you know? And I've still got one of those uh, from there. It's one of my favorite things to, to use. You know, I can put billy cans on it. I can put anything on it. And it's nothing better than a, you know, a rusty old billy can. As long as it's not rusty on the inside... If it's rusty on the outside and it's got char marks, that that there sings adventure, it sings memories, yep. rather than some fancy $100 pot or something that yep. you're cooking something in. That Billy's know? got a story to tell rather than... Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, I suppose the, the, the tips that we've been covering here are great, but... Um, talk to me about shopping, shopping sales because... The amount of options there are now to, and we're not we're not talking about mods on you know stuff that's bolted onto your car. The the big things that we see on the outside. That's a whole other episode. We, we will get into that. <laughs> the 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 shopping sales like the you mentioned Kings the the affordability of their stuff and the, yeah. the amount of sales they have and the amount of advertising they have for for getting their stuff out there. Yeah, you yeah. obviously got your ARB TJ and for all these different bits and pieces, they've all got their own version of yep. these these bits that we've been talking about but how, how do you go about finding the best sales in and i suppose who do you trust with with this stuff as well because like like i say you can buy budget but you might be replacing them three or four times or each yeah. year you might you might need a new one because they've cracked or whatever it is yep. so generally speaking if you buy something from like like a brand like my opinion here just in case we get in trouble for this but yep. in my opinion if you buy something from kings you can't expect it to last that long you're paying a very little amount of money it's mass produced it's cheap material and look it has its place in the industry because yep. people need to get out there right not everyone can afford to go to say arb and buy the same thing however at arb you can expect that item to last and if something happens well you'll have a warranty on it and they'll replace it 
But the same thing happens over here with kings as well, uh, or like the, your super center or whatever they're called, uh, or any other budget, you know, because there's, there's other budgets as well. There's wild yeah. track, there's, there's all kinds of things. Yeah. So if any of those items generally break, they generally just replace them, right? Whereas more your, your expensive uh, gear will either replace or they will fix, you know, because it, it's, it's a, it creates less um, waste, I would say, if you, if you buy the good gear over yep. the, the cheap gear. When we're out in the bush and we see gear discarded, it's, it's generally speaking, it's the cheap stuff. Yep. It's a chair that's blown out. People are like, ah, oh, who gives a shit? Uh, I'll just buy another one. It does bring that mentality in. I mean, there's there's bad things to everything, but it does need to be does need to be spoken about. Like we find all busted out awnings, they're generally the cheaper stuff. Yep. Um, and the thing is, I've seen I've seen expensive awnings blow over the car, and we're able to pull them back. Whereas a cheap awning, it, it goes over, it's gone. Yep. See you later. Yep. Yeah. So there's obviously it speaks for itself, doesn't it? When you yeah. when you're paying for the quality of of good gear and exactly. Um, but you know, but. It also comes down to what it is because if you buy a camp oven again, you can just buy that from the from the cheap guys. You don't yeah. need like a real... Yeah, yeah. It's probably yeah. do your research on that because it, I think a lot of things when you are forward driving on a budget, and we've spoke about this and this will tie it off nicely, is fuel you're going to have to pay for. If you don't want to go... If you don't want to spend too much on it, don't go too far. Yeah. Um, or bring cherries. Or bring Pre- cherries. Pre-filled. Yeah, yeah from, <laughs> from a city petrol station. Um, obviously, you need to do... You need food, you need water, so you, you can't go halves on that. No. And then I think the other options that we've covered is cheap camp setup. If a swag or a tent's fine, don't go and buy the rooftop tent or a fancy trailer. Yeah, especially if you haven't even tried it before because yeah. often you, often people upgrade because they see it yeah. and then they're like, you know what, I actually prefer a swag. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And then I think you're going to need something to sit around at camp. There are some yeah. chairs out there that will break the bank on you and I don't know how. You certainly do not need them. It's crazy, isn't it? <laughs> you don't need them. There are some chairs that are ridiculous. And if you're not, if you really don't want to pay any money for a chair, sit on your tailgate or yeah. or something. Yeah. Just don't sit on the fire. The one thing that we need, so I think that's basically what you need. Yeah. You need food, water. You need something to sit on. You need something to sleep in. Yeah. And you're gonna have to pay for your fuel to get there. The other thing that I want to touch on. Yeah. Is if you are into your four wheel driving, the basic recovery gear, which we have touched on quite a bit in this in this podcast yep. but give us the the two things that you're going to need if you want to actually get down on the beach or get into some muddy ruts okay so with recovery gear look there are some things that you need to spend money on and i'll say recovery gear is one of those we've we've done a uh, video where we tested um all different recovery boards and there were two standouts one obviously way more than all the others uh, and that was the max tracks yep. second place was which treads. are expensive they are expensive yep. but treads is also expensive and uh, they weren't as good as max tracks but they were pretty good yep um mind you this was a very hot day had it been a 20 degree heat day i reckon most of all of these would have snapped everything below that your x bulls and all those other things they were snapping yep they were just crunching and snapping uh, sure, it'll get you out once, but that's it. Then you've got to buy again. So again, if you buy a uh, recovery board that is $100, well, you're probably going to have to replace that. Whereas if you bought like a Max Trax, it's like 280 bucks. It's a lot of money. For a However, set of two. For a set of, yeah, yeah. no, for, for just a pair. For just, two. Yeah, yeah, yep. yep. sorry, yeah. Um, but it will last you 
a lifetime. Yep. I would say a lifetime. I've got my first Max. Well, actually, I don't have my first Max tracks anymore because they got stolen off the roof. But I have my second pair that I ever bought, uh, the silver pair, and they're still they still look immaculate. Yep. I mean, there's a few little marks on it, but that'll last for good. So when it comes to recovery gear, don't worry about your snatch straps and all that stuff. Just go Max tracks first, or like you know, good recovery boards. Yep. And from there. You gotta know how to use a snatch strap before you would actually go and buy one. I, yeah, yeah. And, I, I was gonna go along yeah. the same lines and have a, a decent, at least a decent hitch to, to yes. whack on the back. You recovery know, might, points. You might need recovery points at the front if you, you know, they they can get a little bit expensive, and you mightn't actually have the, the space for them if you don't have a bull bar on or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, that's but true too. Definitely be able to at least have one, I yeah. suppose, hook point for a for a snatch strap or a winch. Yeah, that that's it. Because I mean. Most of the time, I guess, if you're going forward and you don't make it, well, you generally come out the way, go yeah. back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's a very good point. I, I think the recovery point should definitely uh, be up there at the same level with like some recovery tracks. Yep, for sure. Um, yeah, I just want to double back on that chair because I got a funny story about that. So you know how like those chairs that can break your bank, right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know those real light chairs. I think they're called Helinox. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep, so yeah, so I used to have three of them. Now I've got two and i got rid of the other two yeah so what happened was we're at the backs of the cliff and my daughters were sitting in the chairs and it was windy and because the reason why these things are so expensive is because they pack down tight yeah they take up no space they are super light you, you'd never overload your car with these things so um so i told i told the kids stay in your chairs it's a bit windy i turn around walk two steps and then i hear this oh no my chair it blew into the fire and then it was in the fire for like one second and it melted all that thin material. Right. Had it been a Bunnings chair, I reckon I would have been able to save it. And that's six bucks. Hundred <laughs> 100%. 100%. 100% of the Bunnings stuff, yeah. That's, yeah. Actually, you probably could get away with setting up your camp. Like your camp set up from Bunnings. You could probably... Yeah. Bunnings is pretty good actually for a lot of that stuff. That, they've got a fair bit of stuff actually. But yeah. um, you just remind me of, of a video I did uh, quite a while ago. I did... Um, uh, a camping video on just stuff that you need and it was like with a cheap tent the cheap table and all that stuff as well yeah and i stayed in it um i stayed in it that night here's the funny thing right so um <clears throat> I, I, I did a thing with bcf uh they allowed me to go in and grab all this stuff and the whole thing behind it was i wanted to make this video to show people on a budget so i got everything that i would have got and then i gave all that to my sister because she wanted to go camping so I kind of tied all that in. So she got all this gear. Funny thing was, when I stayed in, in the tent, I changed my undies in the morning, right? And um, she went and got it. She had a friend from Germany over. They went out camping, and when when I opened my tent up, oh, no. my undies were in there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how, how, were they only a day old? Right? They were only a day old. But still, Jeez. you know, like finding your brother's undies. Welcome to Australia. In a tent, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Jaden has summarized for us in a, it's almost like a poem, this. Something to sleep on, something to sit on, f- food and fuel, boxes to store stuff, esky or fridge. He wants tire deflators in the, um, in the budget essentials. Oh, he can use a stick. Yeah, he can use a stick, Jaden. Just, just something to deflate your tires. If it's a stick, okay. it's a stick. True, that, I just so think stick, like, yeah. it comes under your tire deflators. A tire gauge and yeah. a stick. Tire, tire gauge just like I mean if you're going beach driving yeah we probably should have probably said driving, that shouldn't we that's, that's why he's here Jay. That's, that's kind of like I feel like that's something that you want unless you want some pop tires yeah, that's good by you that's picked because yeah. I'm um, you'll be surprised though a lot of people will uh, 
Just use a stick. Yeah, no, I mean, like, feel free to use a stick <laughs> his if, next, that's, if his, that's your budget. His next point, though, of inflators, something to pump your tyres up. Is, okay. Yeah, because if you we deflate, I want to hear that. Deflate. I want to hear that one. Budget option. Yeah. What's what? your budget option for inflating your tyres? Uh, just just blow into it, mate. Just <laughs> use, your, use the lungs in you. Use, use the air in your lungs. Um, <laughs> hey, Kings. But, Kings. Mean, um, Repco do some do some stuff. Yeah, I don't know how expensive or cheap that is. The Kings dual compressor was pretty affordable, yeah. and I've got that, and it's still going. Yeah. So that. Yeah. That I think is... you're one of the lucky ones, though. Yeah, I probably am. Yeah. yeah. I know one bloke who's taking it back three times. Yeah. Okay. And eventually, like, you, they keep giving him another one. Eventually, he's like, "No, nah, I'm just going to go buy yeah. buy an ARB yeah. one." <laughs> yeah. But yeah, well, I mean, I'll let you know. I'll let you know how I go with that. Yeah. Actually, I'll see how we go. Um, so I bought a super cheap auto one for fifty bucks, and it works as long as you don't have thirty threes or thirty fives. Your thirty five inch tires, you're going to be there all freaking day. You end up using your mate's compressor, or the hose ended up getting too that, hot and it blows off. You know, it's all fifty dollars. Yeah, I reckon I, I'm. I'm getting a flashback. I think I've had one of those before and yeah. I don't have that anymore. I mean, if you want to go super budget, you can get a foot pump. Oh, <laughs> get a workout We're too. getting a little bit... Uh, we're going a bit... <laughs> yeah, chest workout there. We're getting away from the, from the important budget. stuff here, I think. <laughs> <laughs> this is the four-wheel drive podcast driven by Shelter. Ooh, just in time, the fire pit. Around cold the fire. Day, cold day out there. It is. It is a very cold day, but not not a bad day for a cold shelter, though. <laughs> so, have we missed any budget ideas? I mean, I'm sure we have. There's got to be people out there that have some really cool ideas. Um, so, send them in, guys. What have we missed, and what do you do that is like just an ingenious idea, or you have a mate that has just this wicked idea? Yeah, because yeah, we'd love to hear it, and thank you as well. We, we've got a few, we've got a few episodes out now, Ronnie. We, we're getting some, um, some getting good some, buy-in from our listeners and our yeah. viewers, so um, lots of feedback. We appreciate that. We're enjoying what we're doing. Hopefully, you guys are too. But um, we know what around the fire pit means. I shut the laptop. Jaden, uh, not the four-wheel drive god. He doesn't like that. But the what is it? The voice from above or the. The, we, I feel like we've gone through a few names, haven't we? Yeah, boys? yeah. it is Jaden. So you just <laughs> you just take over, mate, from here. All the right. voice on the side of the road at Whiteman Park. Yeah, <laughs> bogged. Waiting That's for a mate. A story for another day. I don't know if that was me. I th- that was you, mate. We're gonna have to bring that story in one day. <laughs> one day, one day, one day we'll talk about. We'll put it. him in the chair here. Yeah. And just dim the lights and just he can admit to it. It would be real traumatic with it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I had to put a glow behind him. <laughs> um, one thing I think you boys missed a, a torch. Yeah. Just, just, just from That's my side, I think a yep. torch is a pretty good. Um, <clears throat> yep. It, kind of essential almost it is definitely essential but i i feel that I've, I've gone through so many torches and this is where i would draw the line with a budget like get a nice torch it's oh, yeah. a torch to me is like a knife you get yourself a nice knife wherever that knife is like a 50 dollar or 150 dollar you get that nice knife it's going to last your lifetime the same with a torch get something uh get something that's that's better because if it's rechargeable you don't have to worry about batteries you just recharge it yeah you just plug it into your Siggy plug and USB and charge it. I've just had something's come to my mind there. You know why he's carrying on about torches so hard? Because you, you never get to camp on time. So you, you, you're, you're, the only, you're the only bloke here that needs a decent torch. We're all set up, mate, ready to go, yeah, waiting for you. We're, we're there in daylight. Yeah. Hey, at least the fire's going when I get there. Like right now. <laughs> Yeah, that's <laughs> but yeah, good point. That's probably something that we miss—a a decent torch. Yeah. And you well, don't I mean, like be... now that was you've a good got one. Torches on your phones, so 
Yeah, true. Oh, no. Can you get away with a, f- with no. a phone torch? No. You try, and, you try and walk in the bush in the middle of the yeah. night with your toilet paper and a shovel and a phone. <laughs> it's not enough. I mean, it must be nice, Ronnie. Must be nice to have the money to spend on a torch. I'm over here with a phone torch. It's one torch. <laughs> you get a head torch, even. Must be very nice. <laughs> no, um, so... Yeah, just anything we miss, send them into our oh, socials. Yeah. You know yeah. what they are. Four Drive Podcast uh, on Instagram, Backchat Studios on YouTube. We do read through the comments, so yep. uh, put them put them out there. Um, I have a budget idea for for the torch here. Nah, by no, the way, go. So spend the money on a good head torch. Have a milk bottle. Wrap it around so it's lighting into the milk bottle. And now you have a lantern as well. So you got a lantern and a head torch. That's budget. That's actually good. Yeah, that's budget. That's actually, yeah. Thanks for joining us, mate. You've come back in. <laughs> he's come back down to the common man level. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he read the room there and he's, yeah. Well done. <laughs> no, that's actually a really good idea. Um, anyway, so we do have going. a couple of questions. The fire's still going. We'll fire him in. Uh, this one's from Matthew Gilbert. Uh, sorry, Dago. This one's for Ronnie. Go for it. Ronnie, what are your thoughts on the off-road map apps? Uh, I have an Android head unit and can't decide on getting the HEMA app or a standalone unit like I previously had. Uh, the head unit has built-in GPS to operate offline. Okay. If you have the head unit already, and since we are talking about budget, get the app for the, get the, app for the head unit. Because you can buy the tablet. Yes, you can take it out of the car and stuff but you're paying a lot of money for that. They're like retailing for around 700 to above $1,000. So getting the HEMA app onto the actual head unit is the best way to go. Or if you have an iPad, everyone's got an iPad, still your kid's iPad, just put that in it. And then when you get home, your kid can have the iPad back. And when you're traveling for driving, you shouldn't have your kids on iPads anyway. That's what I tell my kids. I like that. I like that. Yeah, I like that. So if we, what if we take our budget? If we take our budget and you're looking at a really good, you just want to get a really good map, an off-road map. Yeah. Um, what would what would you what would you guys go to? Uh, I'm currently, I currently have a Garmin. I've got two Garmins. The reason why I have two, I bought them both as well, so they're not 960 bucks. The problem the problem was my cameraman bought one, and then he got in trouble with his wife because they were on a bit of a budget at the time, you know. It was around the COVID time. So I offered him to buy it off him to put in my Hilux because at that stage I had the 79 and the Hilux. So that's why I have both of those. They're really good. They don't crash. Um, they're quite stable. They use the HEMA map on them as well. But when you zoom right in, you get like, um, you get like a topographic map. I find that quite easy to use, but you're talking like 960 bucks. You know? Right. Mm, yeah. And then there's better ones that go up from there. Yeah. yeah, I'm just on my phone. I've got the books and on my phone. So I, because I haven't done big long trips, where I've needed them off. Yeah. Like, the off phone's fine too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't mind looking into it. To be, can I have one of your garments? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a third one. Good deal. <laughs> you can borrow one. See what it's like. Yeah. No, actually, I wouldn't mind having a look into those. Do you have one? No, I've just I've just, just been going off um, Google Maps yeah, and that kind of thing. Yeah, like look at the tracks before yeah. leaving and download the yeah. area that I need to go for. Yeah. Uh, that is, it's definitely, a good way. it's a preparation thing for me. It's like yeah. looking at the maps offline, looking at the tracks, finding out if they're, yeah. um, if you can take them or not, like if they're closed, if they're open yeah. and then planning it through there. So that way when you're on the trip, I don't really need a map, like yep. another, yep. like a, yeah, an online currently updated map or anything like that. As long as I follow that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I guess, I guess that's where that Starlink's coming in, you know, like eventually 
a whole world is going to be covered in cellular connections. So um, I reckon it'll be at some point you wouldn't even need any of these devices because you could just use it off your phone. Yeah, right. You could just go to service. I reckon, everywhere. yeah. It's yeah. just, it's like one of those things, you know, like CD shops used to be around and yeah. now they're not. They wiped out quick, didn't they? Yeah. Far didn't out. take long. Yeah, they're gone, hey. Um, this question in from uh, the familiar name on the podcast here, the Lekker Trekker. The Lekker Trekker. The Lekker Trekker. Um, sent in a few few questions he has but uh what are some solo recovery methods non-winch um non-winch recovery methods uh, we've, we've 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 kind of gone on this a bit in the in yeah. some other episodes but digging if we're focusing on a budget budget uh high lift jack you you can winch with a high lift jack um and like repairing things with a high lift jack that's that's theoretically that's recovery as well uh it's it's hard work it's difficult it's dangerous but you can recover with with a high lift jack it's going to take a long time you know you need chains so say there's a tree in front of you that's maybe hopefully within three meters you can use a chain to your car chain to the or strap to the car strap to the tree or you know chain to the strap and then you just manually really manually labor you only move the length of of the high lift jack itself and then you got to reset wow so you know if you're in a situation where that's all you got, you know, uh, you have you have a way out. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's amazing what you can do with farm jack. Um, but yeah, you know, like there be there be some people that that just swear by these tools, and you know they're awesome. But how did you learn that? How did you know about that? Uh, I've I've seen it. Yeah, I've right. seen it in videos, and and farmers they use it to pry things apart, and we, we've actually. Oh, yeah. um, We've actually straightened things out with a with farm jack before, or kangaroo jack, or high lift jack. Yeah. Um, and oh, what else have we done? Like, you know, just generally just lifting the car, really. But we have straightened things out. Oh, wow. Um, I've even straightened my tray out at home in my old driveway. I cracked the wall, cracked a render on the wall. Um, I put it up against the wall and then straightened my tray out because I did some damage at um. Uh, was it Mundaring power lines oh, yeah. and I managed to do that but then as soon as I removed it uh, even the wood didn't protect the wall it just crumbled be careful if you're on a budget <laughs> and you need to build a new home <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stuff up doing that. yeah we didn't fix that until we sold the house it was like 10 years later <laughs> That's, that is an incredible method I didn't know that was even an option yeah yeah I, it, and there's, there's heaps of other ways too you know like just using branches and yeah. digging and you know yeah um, but if you don't have a high lift jack, well, then you're kind of screwed. But they're very, they're a very dangerous device. They they're are. heavy. I've used yeah. one not long ago and, and watched like three videos beforehand just to make sure I was all over the correct technique. Yeah. Because it was, yeah, with it's, a lot of that, like just seeing that thing yeah. whack, I'm like, oh, that is scary. It's the release, yeah. yeah. Um, I know a lady that's knocked all of her teeth out and knocked herself out with it. Really? Yeah. You know, had her head over the thing and it slipped oh, and knocked her out scary stuff yeah jeez um yeah cool well that's that's, that's uh yeah that's uh all the questions Beautiful. i've got in here today yeah. all right they were um, good questions nice. yeah like those questions um bit to learn actually yeah for us as well which is yeah. good i should do a tutorial on the high lift thing yeah keep yeah. your eyes out for ronnie's youtube channel when he releases the high lift jack video because that'll actually be that, I did not know that you could. Yeah, that'd be cool. Do oh, like that. action, yeah. Actually, that's a that's a cool little trick. I yeah. released a couple of safety videos with him. 
Show him what happens if I you... May have, I may have yeah. gone over that one, oh, actually. Yeah. Yeah, thanks the, one for that, with, the one with the apple and the orange got squashed. That one? Oh, maybe. Oh, it was an early one from your channel. Yeah. I had to go back a oh, fair way. Yeah, actually, I did another one like, Yeah, after that. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah, I don't think I saw that. Maybe I just... I've got, oh, I know what to do now, and I just jump straight into it. I can see the <laughs> apple and orange part. Yeah. Well, no, that's a good idea. Just, yeah. Yeah, do some YouTube videos before you do something stupid and dangerous. Make sure you know what you're doing. Yep. Yeah, definitely with with recoveries and high tension and pressure and stuff. Yep. For sure. Not worth uh, losing all your teeth. Yeah, we're... Or worse things, yeah. Done? Happy? Oh, I'm, I'm happy, yeah, yeah. You happy, Jaden? No worries. Well, that's uh, that's touring on a budget. Um, obviously, hit us up at the Four Wheel Drive podcast on Instagram. That's where you find us on the socials and all our episodes over at Backchat YouTube. Um, again, thanks, guys. Appreciate all the support. Thanks, guys. Time for a shelter. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.